Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. After not much progress in Paul's case after two whole years, there were a lot of speeches, presentations of the facts, and an appeal to Caesar. And then, lo and behold, he's finally on his way to Rome. We've seen in the short amount of time of travel that Paul has had so far, it hasn't really gone smoothly. Right now, they are in this place called the Fair Havens. It will be interesting to see from here what happens, if they wait out the storms or continue traveling. So let's jump right in and see. Acts 27, 9. Now when much time was passed, and when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only to the lading and ship, but also of our lives. Well, this is interesting. They weren't having an easy trip before, but it says after spending much time, the sailing is now dangerous. So it would seem that the trip went from not easy or pleasant to downright treacherous. With much hurt and damage, not just the ship and whatever the ship was carrying, but also the trip would put the people's lives in danger. It's interesting to note that they spent much time in the Fair Havens and that now the sailing is dangerous. So I thought a quick look into the place geographically and what would have kept them there for a while was necessary. Let's see what we can find. Do you remember in our last episode, it was mentioned that they were put on a ship that was from Alexandria? Well, according to Bible Encyclopedia and Bible Places, the reason for this was because there were several Roman cities, Lycia, the Fair Havens being one, that depended on these ships to bring them grain. Alexandria is in Egypt, and it is thought that the ship was on its way to Ostia with its cargo of grain. It is also thought that due to the cargo route and control that the centurion had over the ship and its mission, it must have been one of the ships in the Imperial Transport Service. Quick side note on the ship, and it's important. Now let's actually look at Laisia and why they are in a hurry to leave even though it is dangerous. According to Princeton Encyclopedia of Classical Sites, the Fairhaven was a bay on the south coast of Crete which was well protected from the sudden north winds and offering great anchorage. So it makes perfect sense why the ship would have been pulled in there and they would have taken some time off from the bad weather. It seems like a nice harbor and a great place to get out of the winds. But if we continue with the description of the port, we learn that it offers protection during the times that are not the winter winds from the southeast. So. Now it makes a lot more sense why the centurion wanted to leave, seeing that they would have no protection, but would be completely exposed to the harsh winter winds. Based on the ruins in this area, it would seem that there was not a city near the bay, but the city was 1.5 miles away from the bay. This could be that when the winter winds raged, the bay and the surrounding area were bombarded with violent winds. Vergatus of the 4th century AD recorded that sailing the Mediterranean after our equivalent of September 15th was dangerous and after November 11th was impossible. As we saw up in verse 9, they decided to sail after the fast had passed. This fast was the Day of Atonement and therefore they were deciding to sail in the middle of the most dangerous period. It would seem that the centurion was trying to get the ship, cargo, and men to Phoenix, a port west where ships from Egypt were accustomed to putting in during the stormy season. So now that we know more about where they are and why it's important to leave, let's jump into the story and see what the centurion decides to do. Acts 27, 11. 
Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. If you think about this, it makes perfect sense. Why shouldn't the centurion choose the advice of the master and the captain over that of Paul? They have way more seafaring experience and own the ship, so they have an invested interest in its well-going. While Paul, on the other hand, might be special, the centurion may only view this as his opinion at the moment. Especially given that Paul's life has been that of a tent maker and teacher, what does he know about sailing? Are there times in your life where this similar reasoning comes into your head? You think based on rationale that there is clearly one option and the other one is just a feeling? This is where it is important to surround yourself with the counsel of many in prayer. God has a plan and while it might not be as easy or what we would have wanted, it still will be what is needed at that time to build our testimony or bring us to a place that will impact our future. Join me in the next episode to see what happens next in the life of Paul now that the centurion has decided to sail.